<laughs> okay, and, and with that, I'm going to immediately hand over to Kate. Uh, so thanks ever so much. Um, uh, what, what, what a great reception for very little. Um, I'm just going to ask Kate to share what God's put on her heart because um, as a church community, we are blessed with the prophetic. We take it really seriously. And so there are people who are regularly, passionately seeking to hear from God. Uh, Kate just um, shared this with me this morning, uh, and I just think it just works really well to hear that before you hear from me. So, Kate. Hello, everybody. Um, Yeah, so I just feel for this year, whatever this year holds, there is always hope and that we need to hold on to hope. And I really feel that this venue here that we're now sat in represents hope for us as a church, um, for he knows the plans he has for us, plans to prosper us as a church and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. And I'm sure there are many things in this room that people are hoping for this year. It might be a healing, it might be a new job, it might be a new house, somebody to come to know Jesus, somebody in your family. Um, But he is the way maker and he keeps his promises. Um, And this year I just felt God say, look for the hope bringers, the people of peace, those who help, who go that extra mile, who bless you. And I was really drawn to Isaiah 40. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles." They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So I just feel this year, let's prioritise being renewed in the presence of God and let's put our hope in the Lord. And then just during worship, I just felt just to declare over you all that surely his goodness and love will follow you all the days of your life. Amen. Wow. Wow. It's been wonderful this morning, this afternoon, <laughs> this evening. I've got it covered. Uh, it's been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you think God's with us? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, I, I just want to ask you uh, to be really attentive this morning. Thank you. Oh, that, was, that was my check. Um, uh, I, I want to check that the right person has your attention. Okay, and that's Jesus, because he's going to be speaking, and I really want you to hear him. His words bring life and change lives and shape the future. Now, you, like me, are probably quite well taught what good listening looks like, <laughs> isn't it? We call them happy nodders. Mm, mm, mm. Do you know what? It's really interesting working with children because they listen differently. Sometimes they close their eyes. And you might think they're not paying attention, but they are. They might look off into the distance because they've heard something that's inspired them and their imagination takes hold. Do you know what? Your imagination is a gift from God. 
Okay, so if something grabs your imagination this morning, I just want to give you permission to allow God to take that and to speak to you. Because he's who we need to be attentive to. Okay, those of you who are used to expressing that in artistic form, if you've got a notebook and you'll be drawing away, those of you who express that through dance, if you could just hold back, okay, because it will be a little bit distracted, but you can dance on the inside. Um, uh, but I really want us to be expectant of God speaking, so he's who we're attentive to. Uh, and as soon as Rob um, uh, said, Mark, what's God saying to you about next year? I just felt that God wanted us to pack well for the year ahead. We all carry with us certain things. And so this morning I want to talk about one thing to take out of the bag to make sure you're not carrying into 2022. And I want to talk to you about three things which will be very familiar to you that are really key for us as a community in order to see the breakthrough that I believe God has for us this year. Um, King David was anointed as king in 2 Samuel chapter 5. Now, I'm just going to make reference to some things, but I'm not actually going to be walking through too much of any passages. But in the following chapter, chapter 6, I am just going to look at something there because there's some real treasure for us to understand about the power of knowing that we carry the presence of God. We carry the presence of God. So in chapter 5 of 2 Samuel, David's anointed as king. Then he goes on and conquers Jerusalem. And then he defeats that familiar adversary, the Philistines. Okay, this isn't the stone one. All right, it's another one. They must be sick of the sight of David by now. Oh no, here he comes again. And his next project is to restore the ark, which has been taken from Jerusalem, and to bring it back. And the ark symbolizes the presence of God. That's his task. And so in 2 Samuel chapter 6, we hear how that goes. And in verse 6, it says, They came to the threshing floor of Nacon, and Uzzah reached out and took hold of the ark, because the oxen stumbled their way of transporting the ark was it was on a cart it was being drawn along by oxen the lord's anger burned against Uzzah because of his irreverent act and therefore God struck him down and he died there beside the ark of God So he might have been thinking that he was to help, but what he hadn't appreciated was the power of the presence of God. There were very clear regulations about how the ark was to be handled. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. And to this day, this place is called Perez Uzzah. That means where Uzzah died. So David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord with him 
to the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Just to pause briefly there. It is not uncommon in my house for Amazon parcels to arrive. I am convinced that my family have an ongoing contract with them just to deliver stuff. Okay, bing bong. Oh, another big box. It's never for me. And if that box remains there for a couple of days, and I'm fairly tolerant of mess, but it does get a little bit annoying. I just want you to put yourself in the context of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Bing bong! I've got, a, I've got an ark here. Just going to pop it down here. By the way, you really don't want to move it. Okay, it will not go well for you. What? Was this the first house David came to? Oh, look at that one will do. Poor guy. Sorry, my home. No, no, the king says, you're looking after it. Where did they, did they, did they do that tidily? They put that against a wall in a corner, just slung down. I don't know. Would have annoyed me, something wrong. Anyway, uh, back to the story. Um, the Ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Eden, the Gittite, for three months. A random person for three months. And what happens? The Lord blessed him and his entire household. Someone who had no connection particularly with God, but because the presence of God resided in his home, God blessed him and his household. It's a thinker, isn't it? Now, here's the wonderful reality that we live in, is that the ark was destined for the temple. And the place where the ark was put was in the holiest place. And that place was reserved for one person once a year to enter. And that person entered with great fear and trepidation because to enter the presence of God was an awesome thing. Now where's the temple? Now where's the temple? It's in you. It's in me. You see, when Jesus died, the curtain that was in front of the holy place was torn in two, and God said, I'm not dwelling there. That's not the place of my presence. The place of my presence now is in my people. He's in you, and he's in me. What an awesome thing to be carriers of the presence of God. That's you, and that's me. So it only follows, doesn't it, that where we go, he goes. And where he goes, the blessing goes. In fact, you would think it would be rather unusual for that not to be the case. That would be unusual. Because where the presence of God goes, it just gets lumped in this chap's home 
And for three months, the blessing of God is in, on him and his entire household. We're not told the detail of what that means, but that must have been an obvious thing. Suddenly, things go well. So for us, as carriers of the presence of God, how much more should we be expecting that where we go, not only does the presence of God go, but the blessing of God goes, and it goes from us to those who are around us. That would be normal, wouldn't it? That's the reality of what I believe God wants us to live in this year. The reality of his powerful presence. Do you know, this year is going to be characterised by miracles and healing. It's going to be happening this morning even. We're going to see it through medical conditions being undone. Okay, as they've emerged, they will wind back. Jody shared a testimony of that. That was a prophetic sign that something that gradually degenerated actually also gradually retreated. It shouldn't have done that. That's going to happen among us. We're going to see new joints created in people. Not just healing, but miracles. Where things get made new. We're going to see provision that we shouldn't ought to see. We're going to see access to places that we shouldn't be able to go. We're going to see unmerited favour. We're going to see people doing the most extraordinary things and being recognised publicly for it because the presence of God is going with us. He's with you. He's with me. This is kind of exciting. So it's important as we get ready for the journey that's ahead, 2022, that rather than doing what we are being encouraged to do, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but all that's going on has meant that our vision has been cut very short. Did you feel what happened before Christmas? Don't plan. Don't plan. A fear took hold, didn't it? I felt it. Maybe that was just me. The vision gets brought to here and it says, well, we can't plan for next week. I just don't know. God wants to lift our heads. We can plan. We can see. Because Jesus says, there's a future. There's a hope. There's a call on us. And it's really exciting. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not quite communicating yet. Come on. So, I, I want to I share with you the one thing, though, that we need to leave behind. And when you're getting ready for any journey, it's really important. Don't pack stuff that you won't need. Okay? Because if you're going on a decent hike, you don't want to carry any excess. Uh, for my eldest son's 13th birthday, he said he wanted to climb a mountain. And so we did. It's the only mountain that we've climbed as a family. Uh, it's, uh, it's a proper one. It's Snowdon. You know, it's, it's actually a mountain. It wasn't just a hill. We didn't try and fool the kids because they were young. Oh, honestly, it's a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on his 13th birthday, up early in the morning, drove to Snowdon, 
and up the Clanberis Pass, we made it to the top and back. Beautiful day, could see for miles. I know many people have got to the top and just seen fog. So we felt very privileged. And when we got to the top, um, each of the children had uh, their own rucksack. Well, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't going to carry the lot. All right, I know I looked daft, but uh, so uh, they had their sandwiches and a drink and in their bags. When we got to the top and we got these out, my youngest son's bag had what can only be described as an eclectic and unnecessary mix of items, including a Nintendo DSi. <laughs> Why have you got this stuff? And his answer was, it was just in my bag. There were some children running past outside, waving at me, very enthusiastically. Um, he said, they, they were just in my bag. I was like, didn't you think to take them out? Oh, no, they were just there. So you've carried this up a mountain. All right, now, fortunately, he's in decent... Sorry. Oh, and the charger. That was the important bit, the charger. I don't know if you know, they're very technologically aware at the top of Snowden. There's plug sockets everywhere. Um, the modern world. Uh, what you do? Well, they were just in the bag. Okay? There's one thing that I believe Jesus wants to be really clear with us as a people. To fulfill his purpose this year, he wants us to take out of the bag. And that's fear. And God's already been speaking about it. I love it when that happens. He wants us to be free from fear. And do you know that the, the way to break fear is not to try and be fearless? That doesn't work. I'm not afraid. 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 I'm really afraid. <laughs> That doesn't work. What does the Bible say is the antidote to fear? Perfect love. Do you know the answer to fearfulness is to learn how much Jesus loves you. When you feel fearful, remember the detail that he's gone to in your life. He is passionate about you he wants to reveal how uh, in Ephesians it says how wide and long and deep is his love it's in every dimension whichever way you look and so when you feel fear and even this morning I want to break off fear over you in Jesus name He's set us free from that because he's given us hope for the future. He's given us a destiny. He's put calling on your life. And there is nothing that anyone can do about it. He will fulfill it. And if you disagree, there's a lot of the Bible that you're going to have to revisit. He's really good at working out his purposes for our good. You might even think that you are unlovable. You might even think that you've got issues that none of us know about that prevent you from moving forwards. 
I just want to revisit that amazing testimony that Rachel shared with us. Wow! Carried something and Jesus said, no, 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 no. Put it down. That can be yours. It can be mine. Don't carry things into this new year. Understand how much you are loved by God. I want us to get comfortable with calling out the love of God over people's lives. Because it's that love of God that casts out fear. I just want to pray for that for all of us. Is that okay? Oh, Jesus, I want to thank you. We are your treasured possessions. Wow. Come and show us more of your love, Lord. For all those people watching online, I speak the love of God into your home in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Encounter him right now coming close to you. Jesus, I thank you that we're loved, not because of what we bring to the table, but because of what you have done for us. And you made a way for all of us to come to the Father and to know his embrace and to know his acceptance and to feel his heart beating against our chest. Oh, Jesus, I pray now, let us encounter your love again as you cast out fear. For you've not made us to be fearful, but made us to be part of the family of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So what do you need to put in your bag? What do you need to pack? Well, the presence of God is what we need to have with us. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on you. Do you know what? I've got nothing new to bring to you this morning. Because last term, Jesus was speaking to us prophetically and preparing us for the year ahead. And all that was shared with us in terms of our identity as a people, he's making sure that we're ready to take on what he's got for us because there's so much ahead. And so all of those words that Rob shared about the vision and, and the the the... the Uh, the themes of who we are as a people together. Uh, If you want to know what God's got for your bag, go and listen to them again. It will do you good. The first thing that he wants us to have in our bag, he wants to make sure you've got your ID badge on. You are going to need it to get in. When I arrive at work in the morning, I go... And the door just opens. It knows it's me. And in my school, there are some doors that are restricted. Okay? Because my school is a boarding school. So not everyone needs to get into every room. But my card... (laughs) I can find you wherever you are. Any door that I go to, beep, and it opens. That's because of who I am in that place. Do you know who you are? You are a child 
of the king. You are adopted into his family. You are seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. You are royalty. Where can you go? Beep. It's going to open. There's nowhere that's off limits for the people of God. There's no dark corner where you cannot step in. There's nowhere. He's the maker of all things. We are his people. We carry his presence. It's our identity. He's changed our DNA. We're now part of a new family. We've got a destiny in heaven and we've got glory to reveal on the earth. So make sure that when you're going out in the morning, you don't forget your past. Because do you know what? It's a terrible sinking feeling arriving at the gates at school. <laughs> oh no! It's a home! That's why I carry a spare. Um, LAUGHTER uh, we need to make sure we remember who, if we forget who we are, then suddenly the world gets locked off to us. If we think it's down to us, if we think it's about us being good enough, if we think it's about us being clever enough, if we think it's about us being strong enough, then we've got some lessons in humility to learn because it's nothing to do with you or I, but the blood of Jesus has made a way for us to beep, open. Do you want to see breakthrough? Do you want to see people's lives change? Do you want to see people turn to Jesus and realise this isn't religion, this is the most wonderful person you will ever meet? He loves you completely. Remember your ID badge. Secondly, we've been talking about it all along, I feel a little bit redundant mentioning, pack his presence Remember, you carry his presence. Remember, there's, a, there's prophetic words over us that are out a pool of blessing. And where the river of God flows, there's life. And you know what that pool is for when we gather? Hasn't it been wonderful this morning to know God is with us, not with Colmore, not with Jago House. He's with us where we go. He's leading us. His presence goes ahead of us. We're going to see amazing things because we carry his presence. Get intimate with him. Get intimate with him. I'd love to show you a beautiful picture that I've got on my phone that somebody over Christmas drew of the place that they sit with Jesus. And in their imagination, I found out over Christmas that they've been doing this for years. And when they pray, they sit on the beach with Jesus. And he puts his arm around them. And he whispers in their ear. Where do you go with Jesus? Where's your place of intimacy with him? Great thing is, it doesn't take long to get there. The journey's dead easy. <laughs> Lord, I need your presence. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Short journey. Short journey. Oh, what a treasure. Don't go out without his presence. Remember you carry it. Put it in your bag. If you want to see breakthrough, if you want to see healing, 
By the way, who here is passionate about seeing God heal people? Can you stand up? Right, for, for the rest of us, and this isn't a, if you didn't put your hand, this is, not a, this is not for you, but these people, they went, yes. We want to ask for the anointing of God to fall on them. And I ask you, Jesus, would you come with healing power to spare? I want to ask you that this year that we would lay our hands on the sick and see them restored. I speak for physical healing in Jesus' name. I speak for miracles of reconstruction in Jesus' name. I speak to emotional breakthrough for people in Jesus' name. I pray that these people would carry such an anointing that it would be like in Peter's shadow just fell and people were healed because they encountered the presence of God right now Lord more anointing yes Jen it's for you it's for you it's for you there's going to be breakthrough you're like God's stealth worker they don't realize you're there they don't realize the presence that you're carrying Lord Jesus I pray for presence in Jen's work and in Jesus name I want to pray for emotional well-being to break out where your people are right now I pray fill our hands you're going to feel a weight in your hands because the presence of God is coming on you that's it that's it carry us on you in Jesus name the powerful presence of God to heal where you go in Jesus name thank you father thank you Lord we're going to have some stories We're going to have some stories. Emily, your friends at university don't realise the power that's sitting next to them. And you're going to come alongside them. I can see you just putting your arm around them and the healing of God flooding them. I want you to know you don't need to pray the formal prayer. You carry his presence. And so they're going to be attracted to you because they're just going to feel better around you. And then you're going to be able to say, do you know why? I'm really sorry. It's not me. It's my friend. It's my friend. His name's Jesus. He's just really good. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. If you're receiving from God, please do continue. Okay, third thing for your bag. Third thing for your bag, and that's his heart. Just make sure you carry his heart and you're led by his heart. In a world that's led by clever strategy we're to be led by the heart of God we do what we see our father in heaven doing when he goes please don't think for too long go go reach out respond respond to his heart be generous in your spirit. For those of you who are keeping count, these three things are that you need to know who you are, you need to know what you've got, and you need to know what to do. Are they sounding familiar? I told you it was nothing new. I'm a terrible copycat. But I think God wants to underline this because that generosity of heart, that generosity of spirit, that going the extra mile, that just being inconvenienced, we're going to see breakthrough. 
we're going to see breakthrough. And there's a heart that needs to beat. People are longing for heart connection. I thought that was a powerful testimony of gathering people in a community together, by the way. I, I know you played it down and said it's just inviting people round. What did you, did you notice anything? People came. I think that's powerful. Because when we gather, if you were gathering in Obed-Edom's house, where the presence of God is, what might happen? I once heard it put to me that if I'd heard that one of my children had been present at a seance, how would I feel? Would I be worried? What had got hold of them? What damage might have been done? Hey, folks, you carry the presence of the power of the almighty God who made heaven and earth, who started it all and will finish it all, and you're sitting next to people every day. They should be afraid. (laughs) In the best possible way. We carry his presence. We follow his heart. And so it leads us to pour out our lives for the good of others, to serve them, to live differently. 2022, eh? I just want you to close your eyes. And I just want you to fast forward... And we're now, this time, next year. And we're maybe not sitting in this room. But I'm going to ask you now to think, what story will you be telling to the person sitting next to you? Here we are, January 23. What did you see God do last year? Do you remember that time that you saw a miracle? Do you remember when you saw that person's leg grow? Do you remember when you saw that person who just carried deep sorrow with them find peace? Do you remember that time when over coffee you led your friend to Jesus? Do you remember that evening where you had a meal and that whole family who lived next to you suddenly changed their attitude towards Jesus? And they're now sitting next to you. What's Jesus saying to you? What's the story you're going to have to tell in January 23? Father, I ask you, unlock every situation you're now bringing to mind and show us what to do, Lord. I want to thank you that we carry your presence that we're chosen by you, a royal priesthood.
We belong to God. Father, would you cause our imaginations to run wild with expectation of what you're going to do this year? And in Jesus' name, I say even more than we can ask or imagine. Thank you, Jesus. Just ask God for those things now. Just start to pray and say, Lord, I want to see it. I know for some of you, you are just fed up of other people's stories. Would you give over? I want mine. I want it to be my family. I want it to be my friends. I want it to be my colleagues. I want it to be my children. ready for 2022 are you ready people of God to bring people to this pool of healing of joy of revelation have you got your bag packed no unnecessary rubbish if you need to pray about breaking fear I want to ask you please seek somebody if you're part of a life group and you can wait till then do it if you want to come and have that dealt with this morning Love to pray with you. Jesus doesn't want you to carry unnecessary stuff into this year. I just want to say bless you as you go. Bless you in your workplaces, in your families, with your friends, in your communities, on your streets. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.